0: I'm on the road again Dr. Zeus Film Podcast Do you know I almost saw Willie Nelson But that's 17 concerts I'm on a roll This really is one for the books And yeah, tonight we're going to talk about music Because film and music As I've said before Go together I only say that also because I know that Adam Simmons Really feels that I should just talk about film And I agree, yeah I agree But they're in bed together, film and music You know I am currently obsessed with everything Meshuggah I saw them, as I told my cousin I want more It was amazing Not just visually But they're one of those bands where They sound better live It's almost they're, You know I think it's the compression because you know, when you're recording, it sounds different. And there are certain things that you know the engineer has to take out, polish. But I remember, and my cousin even could attest to this I showed him footage of how Masuga opened, okay? And they opened in such a very, it was a, it was a, I don't want to say grandiose, it was a very intense. Like, we're in space now, motherfuckers, kind of way. And that's like a film. It's like a good film. Seeing a good band is like going to the movies. It also depends on the film, whether it's Space Odyssey or The Seventh Seal or um, East of Eden. I'm, I'm throwing films out there. I am a big film nerd. Everyone knows it. I can name who did this. I can name who did the editing uh, to, to my friend's um, delight because my friend used to be an editor. Um, and he was one of those people where he would tell me, well, the movie was good, but the editing sucked. Like he loved. What is it? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Like we were talking about Milk He loved the movie Milk And he was born the same day as Harvey Milk He knows who I'm talking about don't you But then he also saw Slumdog Millionaire And he loved Slumdog Millionaire But he said to me the editing and it sucked But he loved the movie So I said so you can compartmentalize The editing Which you thought was horrible Well he says I didn't think it was horrible But it wasn't as good as Milk You know My friend is is an activist in his own right and always trying to bring the best out of people, including myself. And so I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, I hope he's doing well. Um, He's like a cat. Okay, he always comes back. He always lands on his feet. He's got more than nine lives. Um, But yeah, you are totally like a cat. And when it comes to a good film... And when it comes to a film that has been edited properly... And and we we would sit and just talk about films till the cows come home, okay? He is probably the one person that I have been on the phone with longer than anyone. I think we were on the phone once for five hours. We were just talking about all kinds of stuff. I think also it was his birthday. Um, But such an interesting mind. And I bring him up because... I've always wanted to have him on the show. It's the easiest way to have him on the show. is Just put the mic on this thing. Call him and say, okay, you ready? So I'm patiently waiting. I've said to him, if it takes a couple of years, I'm here. Uh, that's, you know, I will do this show until I've had him on this show at least three times. Because three times is a charm now, isn't it? That's his favorite number. Anyway, ha. <laughs> I remember not too long ago, he was giving me a list of movies to watch, like Where's Papa? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, I'm trying to remember who, I know that, it wasn't, um, Topol wasn't in it. I'm trying to remember who was in Where's Papa. I know that there were a lot of really well-known actors in the film. You know, when you tell people to watch a film, sometimes you got to be careful because not everyone has the same intention span or the same space to take it in. It's kind of like a band. I've taken people to see certain bands and, it's, and it was not their, not their thing, as they said to me. Or I had a friend once take me to because her daughter, my friend's daughter wanted to go see this band. They were a Christian band. And she couldn't go because she just had her surgery. And I went and they were not my thing. They were just not. You know, they needed a little more Satan. (laughs) You knew I was going to say that. Come on. It's all good here. You know, when I was growing up, I loved films about witches. I love dark shit. I don't know if maybe that's a family trait. Because other people in the family do too. We also like metal. My God. Um, yeah, that's when you—that's when you know you're all, <laughs> you're blood related. Is that you? You like the same crazy shit that they like, and and probably even a little more extreme. You know, <sighs> I love—I love films that because I'm a Sagittarius, I love to play with fire. I love films that literally play with fire and music as well, where you're taking something that people could misconstrue. And you're putting something totally different on it. That's some fucking crazy ass shit. Okay? And and I don't say that lightly. I really, really don't. <sighs> and I'm still reliving aftershock. That was like a movie. That really was. You know, you get there, you're looking for your tribe. I was looking for my tribe. I found the Met slipknot. I almost got into a fucking pit. And you've heard about that. We're not gonna I'm not you know, I tend to just do it until the, the wheels fall off. That is a great proverbial thing for life. Do it till the wheels fall off. Party till the you know. Yes, yeah, some people would say, Oh, you only live once. Well, I believe in reincarnation, so it's like how many of these am I gonna do? Yeah. People would always give me the textbook answer. Well, if you didn't learn anything. But then it's like, well, it's kind of fun. Let's keep doing it. You know, it's like it's like Bono from U2 when he spins in the even better than the real thing video. That's what I perception. That's my perception of reincarnation is just keep spinning and spinning and spinning. Eventually, you'll fly and eventually things will burn brighter. When I talk about those subject matters, I know some people are like, oh my God, he's too much all over the place. I guess in the beginning, when I started this podcast, it was all over the place. And then I kind of found my niche and I was like, okay, I, I stopped talking about my day because that really, and I would let the anger out. You know, now I do that in a different way, a very different way. The Dr. Zeus film podcast really has, I, yes, I should call it music and film, but I always let the people know that they're in bed together, music and film, because you don't have one without the other. If you look at the early silent films, they would play piano music. That was a soundtrack. That was before a score, you know, and before sound, before talking, and how primitive, <laughs> primitive, Sound was a good example of that. If you were to watch the second downtown Abbey film, and they're trying to make a film in the twenties, but and then talkies come out, talkies were talking pictures. And how it started with the jazz singer and Al Jolson, and all he does is sing the song. He says, You ain't seen or heard nothing yet, and then he sings a song. And and I then we went we got into talkies, well, sound film. And how they had to wear the microphone or they would put the microphone like at a table and everyone had to talk into the microphone and then they would create a soundtrack on a vinyl. Filmmaking is such a such a magical thing, and it can be also a crazy thing. If you ever want to see really someone pure Pour their whole love into the art It's Tarantino He always shows filmmakers In his films Because he knows You know He's got budding filmmakers watching Artists are watching him And taking note An example of that is Uh Inglourious Bastards Where they're making that film And they need a soundtrack but if they give the soundtrack, or they give the film to the wrong person, they could be killed. So they have to find someone who will agree to do the soundtrack on the Hush. And so they do, but they have to threaten him, and they have their soundtrack. And so Tarantino, when he does things like that, he's showing you this is this is how a filmmaker gets their shit done. You know, it's it's so it's similar to breaking the fourth wall. When you break the fourth wall, Ferris Bueller, and you talk directly to the camera, you're breaking the fourth wall. Certain films and TV do that, break the fourth wall. And I learned that as it as a student in high school, because we would watch Ferris Bueller, then they would tell us not to skip school. <laughs> um, And then as an actor When I was training as an actor I also learned about breaking the fourth wall And I remember that And It's a crazy thing It's a crazy thing And very few people did it You know who did it so brilliantly And we lost him this year And that was Ray Liotta Very rarely I'm trying to think of the Scorsese films that do that There are very few Where the fourth wall has been broken but with Ray Liotta as Henry Hill. Oh, he slammed that fucking fourth wall down in the courtroom. Because there's that moment in the courtroom where he's talking about how they did everything. We paid cops. We did this. I had a sugar bowl full of cocaine. And now it's all over. And so see, and even toward the end, he looks at I get, you know, I get to live the rest of my life as a schmuck. That's why it's such a classic film. Yes, I know Goodfellas inspired The Sopranos But I'm going to tell you something uh, Sopranos is not as good as Goodfellas Because Goodfellas is this movie Just think of Goodfellas was a series Oh yeah, they tried to do it It's The Sopranos One day I'll watch the series even more And then I will agree And we can disagree or whatever And yes it's been stated that that is Scorsese's masterpiece and Scorsese didn't get the Oscar. Like all great artists, they didn't get the kudos. And he didn't get the kudos until 2007. But then at the same time you're like, yeah, but you think of all the great work that he did if he had not if he had won the Oscar, would he have still done it? So there's always there's always that you know that which they throw out there. Awards, or as Peter O'Toole called them, statues made of snow and they melt. Yeah, because if you're an actor or you're a filmmaker, yeah, the nomination's great. That if you win, oh, that's a cherry on the cake right there. And everyone, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that in the film industry. That is the highest honor, even musicians have won it. And yesterday I I was going to do a show about him But I thought no And he also is an actor He's an actor He's a performer And that's Eminem Marshall Mathers Who turned 50 yesterday Marshall Mathers Is the first hip hop artist ever To win an Oscar For best song Right there Followed by uh, Three six mafia It's hard out here for a pimp My god I love that song but really that was also the Academy awarding him Knowing okay we can't nominate you for acting Even though 8 Mile was a classic And Brittany Murphy I mean come on the late Brittany Murphy And Curtis Hansen, Who also directed a 50, 50 Or no it wasn't Curtis Hansen. He directed 8 Mile but someone else Okay anyway uh, Film nerd needs sleep Um but Eminem, you know, Eminem is a very polarizing figure. And I remember the first time I saw the video for My Name Is. That really is a moment right there. You're witnessing this artist. And he and and he was not, you know, that's not his first album. He had put out one album and it didn't do too well. And but the second album, the second album thrusts him into our consciousness, the Slim Shady character. So yeah, and then in 2002, 20 years ago, he puts out Eight Mile, his first film, his biggest song ever, "Lose Yourself," and in tw- so the interesting story about Eminem, <coughs> the night of the Oscars. He, was, he fell asleep on the couch watching cartoons with his daughter Did he wish he was at the Oscars? It doesn't sound like it And then, 17 fucking years later What happens? He goes to the Oscars in 2020, before the pandemic And performs Lose Yourself Now you can see in the audience who's feeling it and who's not Scorsese sadly didn't look like he was feeling it But everyone else was feeling it Because they knew Eminem's story Yes, yes, he, you know Before Twitter got into a lot of trouble For saying certain things that he said In his songs Very controversial And controversy sells It sells He is one of the biggest artists of the 21st century One of the biggest And You you know it's like Tarantino I know people who don't like Tarantino And I say to them If you're a filmmaker though You still have to study him The same I could say with Eminem As an artist If you look at someone who is able to push buttons Because as an artist Yes people love you But also people hate you And so He's got them in the palm of his hand, and then his aggression. Hip hop really takes its 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 uh, seat from rock and roll. Rock and roll on, in that aggression, and Eminem, you know, with the recovery album, I had never heard him that angry before, and it was really a beautiful thing because it was almost like he was letting it out. The same could be said about. Marshall Mathers LP 2 That voice, the way his tone is It's very angry And the earlier records, it's playful It's slim shady You know, but Once he got clean, it was like, fuck And that's the transformation Of an artist Filmmakers go through it Musicians go through it, Stanley Kubrick You want to give an example of someone Who really took the extremes And And so you know was known for make, doing multiple takes to the chagrin of many of his actors but then you look at the results pushing the envelope being provocative now that's kind of seen as eh then they're done that your cat could be provocative if they do a tiktok and really it's about bringing people back for the story and the narrative And I'm a writer, and I know about that. Because you have to have a beginning, middle, and an end. Or in Tarantino's case, you have to edit it in a fucking crazy way. So then you have all these different scenarios. Pulp Fiction. It's great to be able to say... And I don't feel old saying this That I lived through the 90s And I experienced the 90s And it was a fascinating It was a tough time as a teenager But it was a fun time Because you look at everything That was thrown at you Okay You've got AIDS You've got safe sex You've got murder You've got pimples You've got Columbine You've got the president and Monica Lewinsky You've got all of these things that are going on in front of you. You're taking it in. The President of the United States lies. They all lie. But this one lies on television. And the information age is born. Whoop! And then you have MP3s and then you have MP4. My brother and I know all about that. You know, it's an MP3, you get the song for free, to the chagrin of Metallica. And then an MP4 is the movie or the music video or something else. <laughs> the file sharing age. Oh, the file sharing age was so fun when you could watch a movie for free. And and I'm sure my friend wouldn't put that past me because he did it too. He did it too. And then the same with the music industry. It's all relative and it's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast Stitching it all together like Sally <laughs> Stitches her arms back together In Nightmare Before Christmas And that's one of my niece's favorites Because she said to me once She wished every day was Halloween And I understand that I totally understand that So here at the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast As I drive home And what uh, Okay, I don't think that's a flying saucer That would be great because then Jason and the creatures would be like, oh my God, Area 51. Yeah, it's in my backyard. Oh, it's a helicopter. Yep. Looks like a mini one. Okay. But I heard the Dr. Z's film podcast. As the Grateful Dead said, it's been one hell of a trip. And art and music and film, it's all in bed together. It's all in bed together. Bring it. Bring it. And if you don't know that, and if you don't get the whole forefront of everything, as an artistic person, you, you, and here's the thing. Not everyone creates, we could create by putting an ensemble together. We could create by how we make our food it doesn't really have to be about music and it doesn't have to be about if I'm going to paint like Frida Kahlo and I think Frida Kahlo is one of our great artists who was misunderstood and a lot of artists, if the dogs would shut up a lot of artists hit that, you know the being misunderstood, that's just part of it because you have to stand out there by yourself, Andy Warhol And tell people, well, yeah, I'm an artist, but this isn't original. But what are you doing? Are you playing a trick on the public? No, it's not original. And he keeps repeating that in in his voice. That's what art is. That's what a great film is. That's what great music is. Standing outside the lane and saying, fuck it. And that's the Dr. Who's film podcast, Unpleasant Dreams.